Welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast, where today's brightest minds in the medical device industry go to get their most useful and actionable insider knowledge direct from some of the world's leading medical device experts and companies. pretty excited about sharing this news with you all. It's something that's been in the works for a bit now at Greenlight. And, you know, of course, working out the details of a strategic partnership is very important to get everything right for both sides. But this one's a good one, and it's a great one for the medical device industry. So Greenlight Guru has the Greenlight Guru Academy. Check it out, academy.greenlight.guru, where we're offering courses on a variety of topics that are important and applicable to medical device professionals. Well, now we are teaming up with Medical Device HQ and Peter Sibelius and his team, we're going to start offering the Medical Device HQ courses in the Greenlight Academy as well. So Peter and I chat a little bit about online learning and just learning in general with respect to topics that are relevant to med device professionals and talk a little bit about that partnership. So check it out. Enjoy this episode where I have a chance to chat with Peter and I'm going to give you one couple caveats. It was a little glitchy during the recording of that due to probably some minor internet issues, but you know, you'll get through it. It's all good. So enjoy it and check it out. Academy.greenlight.guru. Hello and welcome to the Global Medical Device Podcast. This is your host and founder at Greenlight Guru, John Spear. And joining me today is Peter Sibelius. Peter is the founder and Peter, what is your title? CEO, president, owner of Medical Device HQ? Yes. All, all, totally. all of the above. <laughs> yeah. So, Peter, you and I had met probably five or six years ago, something like that. And we've stayed in contact along the years. And, you know, because you're a great writer and I'm a fan of your work. And a couple of years ago, I found out Peter is doing online courses to help teach people what I think are exciting topics. But tell the folks a little bit about Medical Device HQ and some of the coursework that you have. Yeah. So, I started out many years ago working a little bit as a consultant and do training as well. And I found that I really enjoyed it because I think, you know, the process of developing something or creating something new is almost as exciting as doing the actual technical work and being able to work in an industry where both those two things are important is such a privilege, I think. So over the years, I guess, because I really enjoyed it, the courses were really appreciated and it's become more and more. Nowadays, I train you know, more than a thousand people per year or significantly more than that, I would say, in areas relating to design control, risk management, project management, and everything that is relating to bringing a medical device to the market with all the things you need to take into account to do that. And I really love it, to be honest. Yeah, I know you do. And folks, you can find out more about Medical Device HQ. It's pretty simple, medicaldevicehq.com. And Peter and his team have a YouTube channel as well, but you can see the courses that they offer. There's also different blog articles and content. I was a customer of yours and a student in one of the courses not that long ago. I went through your blended course. You know this, of course. What I liked about it was there were two elements to it. It was the LMS or learning management system kind of go at my own pace online. And then there was the live interaction sessions. There were a couple of those for the risk management course. And it was great to have that live interaction to sort of reinforce the material. I know you do quite a few courses online and some of the blended. What are you finding with that sort of, I don't want to say new approach necessarily, but it is somewhat unique, I think, to our industry specifically. People doing blended courses, you're a pioneer there. Why have you found it to be helpful? 
when you do an online course first, like we've done in the blended course, people get the chance to learn at their own pace. And that online course is sprinkled with quiz questions, which is really useful because sometimes actually people on a course, they think, well, I got that. But when you give them a question, they realize that no, they did not understand it. <laughs> so those quiz questions is an excellent way of verifying that you actually understood it right. And that's what many, many of the course participants are saying. I, I really enjoyed it because I got the confirmation that I'm understanding this. And that's in a way that formative evaluation that we talk about in usability engineering but we do it on the learning and that's super useful to many that they can take it at their own pace and if you're a beginner you spend more time on the online course if you're really experienced you spend less time on it and then if it's a blended course you know and you feel like you want to take one more step we meet in a live virtual class where we discuss the things people have learned and many interesting things with that you get to work hands-on with the theory that has been presented earlier but also that some companies when having an in-house course they have people from us and from europe and from asia and Europe. So I've done that. A few weeks ago, I had people from Asia before noon and people from US in the afternoon. So I managed to split it like that. And you can have people join from all over the world, which I think is super exciting. And instead of having to travel around the world, we have now people attending our virtual classes from far away, but always combining online course. That's important to say. Yeah. Years and years ago, I mean, when a little bit earlier in my career, I mean, I, like I was hungry for knowledge on topics, you know, and I gravitated towards things like design control and risk management and quality systems and project management and things like that. But, you know, at least back at that time, the best option that I came across was finding out where this course was, you know, oh, this one's in Washington, D.C., or this one's taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, having to get budget to do that and, you know, permission to do that. And then, you know, it's an interruption to family and work life because you got to get on an airplane and you got to go there. And then you go there and you get a three-inch binder with slides and the nice little certificate and you come back you put that binder on your shelf and maybe you put the certificate in your training file but it was so bad it was so bad and yeah. when I went through the blended risk management course from medical device HQ it was like I don't know what I thought it was gonna be but it was the opposite of that previous experience because I felt like I was learning something and <laughs> yeah. on a topic that I actually felt like I knew a fair amount about already but I learned a lot of things going through this so it's a completely different experience yeah, it is and it's important to say that now, Unfortunately, quite a lot of people that are instructors in this industry forget all the good things we're doing, the things that the requirements tell us to do. So way too often it's presented as if, you know, you have to do it because the FDA requires it. You have to do it because that's in the standard. And I, I take pride in always trying to find why are we doing these things? And because 90, 95% of these things makes perfect sense if you just get it and manage to put it into a context. And I think this is super important to anyone in a like quality management or project management that is trying to tell people to do things in a certain way to always remember, we need to tell people why they're doing these things. Because if you don't, people will lose faith in it or motivation and it will be done in a really poor way. So yeah. that motivation, that's one of the three pillars of learning that we always emphasize is to motivate people to practice what they preach or what's super critical. Yeah, I totally agree with that because I think a lot of people go through this like, and I like what you're saying, find the motivation and be excited about it. And the answer as to the why has to be, I think, for it to be meaningful more than just, oh, well, this is required because of the regulation. No, that's not what anybody wants to hear. Nobody wants the why to be because I said so. I don't know if that happens in Sweden, but I know a lot of times parenting in the United States, your child may ask you for something. Thing, and you're like, no. And they'll say, well, why, why not? And the answer is because I said so. And that's where it goes. But there needs to be something more to that when it comes to learning on some of these things, I think. 
And you simply need to have lots of stories up your sleeves. To tell <laughs> this is important both to children and <laughs> I guess I equated my course participants to children now and that was not intentional. But what I was going to say, like well, I have one, you know, I think of many good examples that we use. And one that comes up sometimes is when you tell people like, okay, you need to validate your software. And there's always someone saying, well, do I need to validate Excel? And, and they're just like, oh, it seems like so much work. And right. Then, you know, in UK, they managed to lose, I think it was 19,000 people that were potentially contaminated with COVID-19 because they were using the old XLS format in Excel and they were feeding them <laughs> that spreadsheet and it just got like an overflow when it reached 65,000. And then I was saying, well, they should have validated it. And then they would, they would yeah. have known, lost 19,000 people that might be carrying the virus. So there's a lot of things to, you know, spice up these things to give a picture of what it could be like if you don't do it right. Yes, you know, you have recent relevant examples, but you've been in the industry for quite some time. I mean, what all have you done in the medical device space? Yeah, actually, I started in the defense industry. Okay. I was making bombs. And oh, that's, wow. uh, that's uh, not literally, well, almost. Uh, yeah. But the nice thing actually with that, apart from the fact that I went from taking lives to giving life, is that the defense industry is really good at structured product development. Mm -hmm. I mean, the military standards that you have from Department of Defense in US are excellent. And I would say lots of the medical device industry has been inspired by this engineering thinking coming from those areas. But I started with a mechanical chest compression device, which is used on cardiac arrest patients. It's now spread all over the world. And I was the project manager initially for that. And this is one of the, those wonderful stories that makes it easier to get out of the in the morning because Magnus came to the office. It's actually we're not having here today. And he had been playing badminton in Chevy. <laughs> Well, you're laughing. He had a cardiac arrest. So oh, he no. Fell to them. And luckily, his friends were doing CPR, but they couldn't resuscitate him on site. And they brought him to the hospital with ongoing compressions into the yeah. PCI lab, managed to treat his coronary vessels that were clotted and managed to get his heart restarted. And he saw that as his second birth. So he used to come by and say, today is my sixth birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, wow. It's such an inspiring thing. You know, that makes you walk out of bed with a smile in your face every morning. It's much yeah. easier knowing that you work with something that can make such a difference. I'm, yeah, we're so blessed. Sometimes I ask, I don't know why we get paid to do this. Well, I'm okay with getting paid, and we are blessed. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I know you love it, and I do as well. And you know, I'm so glad for the work that you're doing with Medical Device HQ because you know, having been that medical device professional for all these years, these things evolve, they change, the interpretation sometimes changes, the best practices are, you know, sometimes they could be a moving target on these things. And I just appreciate that it's fresh material. It's done in a way that's, I think, super effective as far as retention is concerned and it's just fun i mean you make it fun i mean some people may be rolling their eyes like oh how can talking about risk management how can that be fun well you enjoy it you have a passion for it so you do make it fun the last thing i want to talk to you a little bit about is that Greenlight guru and medical device hq we formed a strategic alliance or partnership or however you want to describe that and you know this and, and i think listeners hopefully know about this too but Greenlight guru recently rolled out this thing called the Greenlight guru academy and we have some courses in the academy like the latest course that we rolled out was on things to do with how to better prepare for audits but it's clear to me that you know medical device hq courses the quality of those and how well they are done and how effective they are we're going to start offering those through the Greenlight guru academy so talk for a moment what are your thoughts about the going forward relationship between Greenlight and Medical Device HQ and, and offering your courses on the Greenlight Guru Academy. Any thoughts about that? 
Yeah, thanks for the question. So I'm quite excited about it. You know, both you and I have that, that empowering people to do good medical devices and being able to distribute or bring these courses out through your channels is obviously a way to make more people find them and take the courses, which is really, really good. I mean, I want to contribute to this industry as much as I can and able to do that together is great. Like you've been doing, but through other channels for years as well, John, I, I think you deserve it. A, a big compliment on all the great oh, thank you. created throughout the years for Greenlight, both on on your site and other places as well. So it's, it's a match made in heaven, I would say. I'm, I'm expecting a lot from it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well because, you know, we offering your courses and folks, it's the same materials as what you would get through Medical Device HQ. So, you know, if you choose to go the Medical Device HQ way, that's cool. But you can also go the Greenlight way, academy.greenlight.guru, where, you know, you'll see those courses, including a few other other courses as well and you know, we've got a couple free options free courses mini courses you know sometimes you get what you pay for so the paid versions are going to be a higher quality more in depth on various topics so do check that out Peter, any final thoughts on online education in our industry and or the Greenlight Guru partnership with Medical Device HQ before we wrap things up today Yes. Well, I think the future is quite bright when it comes to online learning. That's obviously been a big trend for quite some time, but I must say that the pandemic has definitely put emphasis on it and people have started to see that you can learn as much or sometimes more in a very cost-effective way with online training, as well as it's environmentally friendly, because like you said, sometimes you have to fly yeah. across half the globe. I've traveled to Washington to take courses in the U.S. that I couldn't find here, which is, you know... It's an interruption. I mean, you go there for a couple yeah, yeah. of days, but it got a different thing things in your personal and even in your professional life because you just got to get on a plane and go there for a few days. It's just inconvenient. Yeah, yeah, and it's not reducing the carbon dioxide emissions, is it? So, I mean, it's uh, no, being it's able not. to do it. Being able to do it from home or from a workplace at any time of the day is super useful. That's what super. Yeah. I totally. think the future is right. And we're going to be rolling out now. We have a few courses already. It's risk management according to ISO 4901 2019. We have design control for medical devices. Project management for product development of medical devices is quite unique. If you take just a generic project manager put in the medical device industry, there's going to be some confusion about all these terms and things yeah. that are typically for medical devices and a lot more courses coming up in this year whenever you like you can pause and resume whenever you like obviously but but all in all they people spend roughly two days on one of those yeah courses. like you said it's going to be commensurate a little bit with expertise and knowledge on a particular topic but that's a lot of stuff i mean you guys like um your team is working on additional content too and you know as that additional content comes available we're going to evaluate it with peter and you know if it's appropriate and applicable which i suspect it will be it'll be rolled out into the Greenlight Guru Academy as well. So keep an eye on that. We'll be announcing those things as they become available. So Peter, thank you for taking some time to chat with me about Medical Device HQ in partnership with Greenlight and rolling out some of your courses into the new Greenlight Guru Academy. Again, Peter Sibelius, you can find him medicaldevicehq.com. If you want to know more about the courses that we're offering at Greenlight Guru Academy, gosh, it seems like a mouthful sometimes. But anyway, it's academy.greenlight.guru. Go check that out. And we'd love to have you taking some of these courses and increasing your knowledge on particular topics of interest. So thank you all so much for listening and for taking a few moments out of your busy day to learn more about the partnership. As always, this is your host and founder at Greenlight Guru, John Spear, and you have been listening to the Global Medical Device Podcast. Mm-hmm.